0: Hey there! I hate musicers. I've had a problem for the last couple of years, I had a very intense problem. I have been obsessed with this band from Australia called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I know it's a ridiculous name, and in the beginning I didn't really care for them, but now I cannot stop listening to them. They impress me time and time again my good friend kccp from episode two introduced them to me king gizzard has this very strange idea where they're going to release five records in 2017. the whole thing is very confounding very confusing it's none of it really makes any sense to me i still can't really grasp why I love this band as much as I do. So I thought I would have Casey come over and we would listen to the entire record and talk about it. So it's a little bit different for this podcast. Something a little bit uh, perhaps unique. Definitely something different for us. And uh, yeah, we just thought it would be a cool idea to listen to the record and talk about why we love this band because we still don't Exactly. no. Sometimes it kind of feels like a weird conspiracy against us, feels like we're falling for some kind of giant marketing scheme. Not really sure what the deal is, but really at the end of the day we both just love this band. One of the biggest parts of this podcast was talking about the prolific nature of this band. Again, five records in 2017. And at the time that i recorded this podcast which was the day before new year's eve 2017 they had only released four records so we were debating is this a calendar year is this like how is this year how are they measuring this year well it turns out that we recorded the podcast a day early because the morning after we recorded the podcast they announced their fifth record of 2017 They announced it on New Year's Eve. It is called Gumboot Soup. Another ridiculous title. Well, and at the end of this podcast, we listened to two singles off of Spotify. Turns out they're not really singles. They kind of are, but they are also available on Gumboot Soup. But at the time, we didn't realize that. So I feel like if we waited one or two more days, the whole thing would have been a little bit more comprehensive, but what are you going to do? So anyway, here is Casey and I talking about King Gizzard and listening to the new King Gizzard record, Polygon Land, in its entirety. Can you dig it? Alcohol. It's yeah. really good for it's good minutes. for everything, I think. Yeah. <laughs> See? See? There Jesus you go. Christ. Okay.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You don't have an opening phrase yet? No. Catchphrase. Not really. Nothing like that. You gotta work on that.
0: Boomer's dead. <laughs> <laughs> ironic. Uh yeah. Um all right. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. All right. Welcome to I Hate Music. Today is a very special episode. I am here with my friend KCCP. Hello. And we are going to do something a little bit different. We are going to listen to the entire King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It's a mouthful. Yes, it is. We're gonna to listen to the entire new record. It is called Polygon Dawanaland. Wow, nailed that Yeah, I've practiced Nice uh, We're going to listen to this one together and kind of figure out why we love this band so much uh, I still am not really sure why I love this band so much And it's Casey's fault because he introduced them to me It's all my fault And I don't think that you completely understand why you love this band no, so much No, not at all,
1: but I think that's the beauty of it Just Right You don't want to pick apart like a scab or something Yeah Why? That's true. But sometimes it kind of confounds me. Yes. Like why do I
0: love this so much? Why have they released 4 records this year and I love all of them? So 4 or 5? Well, I thought it was supposed to be 5, but I think it's only been 4. Oh man. Flying Microtonal Banana. Yeah. Murder of the Universe. The Mild High Club. Mild High. And, and then this. Polygon to land. Huh. But it's not calendar year. It's oh, the year from when they when said. they released Macrotonal or whatever. Oh right, so they could still have another one in the chamber. Because I—that's the other weird thing. Polygon Duwanna Land, I guess, is officially released. Right, but it's not on any physical medium yet. The only one I found was February second. The vinyl was released from Blood Music.
1: That's the one on Amazon.
0: Yes. So, that's weird, and it's a free record. Yeah, They released the masters for anyone
1: to download or reproduce. I, I don't get that angle. Like it's amazing that you crafted this and you're just going to give it to everybody. Right. Like, They could have easily, any label could have easily put that out and made money. Yeah. So
0: because they're so big now too. I mean, right. blood music is a black metal label yeah, essentially. Yeah. And they're releasing this. Wow. And I've heard that there are different versions with deluxe packaging and some with just like very bare bones packaging. There's people releasing cassettes. Oh, wow. And you know, they even
1: say that on their website. They just go crazy.
0: Yeah. DIY. Yeah. Just do whatever you want. It's kind of brilliant and kind of. Right. It's, I can't get it. That's just it. Right. It's just like the band. I just don't. I hate the band name. Well, I don't hate it. It makes sense for them, but I feel dumb when I say it. <laughs> right. When it comes when out of When you describe mouth. it, yeah. It's like,
1: oh, this is King Gizzard. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and like on the Marty episode, I played King Gizzard. Oh, really? Did and he... halfway through, he's like, this is really good. I love this. Oh,
1: that's amazing. And then
0: he said, "Another." if you say this convert. is King Gizzard, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and I said, yes, this is King Gizzard. And he's like, well, what the fuck did I hear? What I heard was like whiny, like indie pop. Well, what what did he hear then? I don't know. That I doesn't mean, sound like. The only thing I can think of is that people are hearing Rattlesnake. Because Robert hates King Gizzard too. And he said it was too repetitive. So I'm thinking it must be well, that's definitely
1: repetitive. But yeah. yeah, that's what I found endearing bad syncopated drumming two drummers mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes on end the same beat right over and over and the same essentially the same, same chorus too yeah yeah uh, yeah it's hypnotic but all right well let's go for it yeah, let's do it okay so
0: i'm gonna start with just running down the track list real quick oh yes the best names song number one is crumbling castle then we move on to the title track, Polygon Dewana Land. Then we are in The Castle in the Air. Oh, double castle reference. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Track four, Deserted Dunes Welcome Weary Feet. That's a pretty cool title. Yeah. Track five, Inner Cell. Not to be confused like with...
1: A, like a jail cell or a part the, of a an organism. They're spelled the same, so. Well, that's true. I don't know, but not like sell. Like I'm, you're buying something. No, that would be strange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, track six, loyalty. Seven. I'm not sure how this is pronounced. Horology. Don't think that's a word.
1: Maybe the H is silent. Orology. Orology. Like orchata. Oh yeah, well they're from Australia. Oh yeah, it's totally the same thing as Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Track eight. Tetrachromacy. Okay. I'm hmm. picturing math and science stuff. Tetrachromacy. But probably has to do with wizards. Knowing this band, probably.
0: Uh, track 9 Searching. Searching. Dot, 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 dot. dot. <laughs> and ellipses, if you will. Track 10 and the closer. The fourth color. But color is spelled c-o-l-o-u-r well they're
1: australian just like mexico we've established exactly yeah they spell things weird there
0: oh here's an interesting note at the bottom here on the spotify it says 2017 ato records
1: wait so what's ato I, i wonder if they had to somehow have a third party to get it onto spotify that we're like, on a label yeah. quote quote it could be their own label
0: perhaps ITO. alternative tentacles offices
1: <laughs> orifices
0: <laughs> orifices oh god that's stupid okay <laughs> here we go crumbling castle to start by saying about a week ago i was listening to this record mm-hmm. off of spotify on my phone with headphones and i was sick okay and i took it upon myself to track down every member on facebook and friend them
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you just upped the level you're a super fan now yeah well did they all accept
0: here's the thing is i found one of them for sure uh-huh like, I know for a fact it was him. Wait, you did all this in your car? No, no, I was lying in bed sick. Oh, lying in bed.
1: Yeah. Why did I think it was your car? Because you're weird. I don't know. Just added the car element to your story. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. <laughs> but uh, one... I found the si- No, who was it? The singer? No, the singer was nowhere to be found. Most okay. of them were nowhere to be found. But I found two of them. One for sure, one might have been him. But the... No, it was the singer. That I found oh, that was well. for sure, but he was, his
1: Facebook was filled. Like, oh, he yeah. couldn't accept any more friends. It was so. like, you, you get capped, like 10,000 yeah. or something. Yeah, he was capped for sure.
0: So, uh, but I, like, stocked them online for a bit.
1: Nice. It was a good time. Ah, change up. That's so groovy. It's weird that they can put out that many records and each one has like a distinctive, like you could tell it's the same band, right? But each one is like a, like a little art piece, yeah, like yeah. a little installation or something. Yeah. But totally different than the other, the other ones.
0: Well, like the Mild High Club is, oh yeah, totally it's like different.
1: Freeform
0: jazz. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. This
0: one has more to do with like, I'd say like Nonagon, right? Murder of the Universe was so strange with all the narration yeah. and all that.
1: I mean, it's really good. I really right. like it. But it was almost, yeah, it's like a storyline. I mean, they all kind of have story elements to them and the right. lyrics and stuff, but... This actually
0: might be my favorite King yeah. Gizzard record. They kind of played down the repetitive-ness right. of the early ones. Yeah, there's a lot of changes. Which I, I liked the repetition, but... At times, it was a bit much. Like the whole Altered Beast uh, trilogy on Murder of the Universe was a bit
1: much for me. Um, It was cool, but. Even Nonagon, it's like there was like a thread through that whole record. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. And they'll come back to it and then.
0: I mean, I I like the threads, I guess more lyrically, where they just like beat a theme to death. It kind of bugs me at times. And I don't really get that here, even though there's two songs
1: called Castle. Yeah, it's real proggy. Is that a word? Can you be proggy? Proggy? Yeah. yeah. It like is a you're word from Prague, so you're proggy?
0: Yeah. Actually, the first time Agalak played in Prague, we convinced John that that's where Prague
1: Rock came from. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> we did. It's really spelled G-U-E. It's right. Not... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Prague Rock. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's near Kraut Rock, but like... It's about
0: a day drive from Krautrock. Because <laughs> we would always fly into Prague Rock, pick up our gear, and then usually drive into Krautrock and right. play our first show. So we've done that drive quite a few times.
1: <laughs> the, the airport at Krautrock is ridiculous, I hear. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about.
0: I think you mean the craft work. At right. Kraut Rock. Yes. Yes. They, they take pride in their craft work at Kraut Rock. Yeah, that's much better.
1: Yeah. Good one. Cheers. So let's talk about the uh, album cover for a second. Yeah. Oh my. So have you downloaded like the. No. The full version? No, I haven't. It's worth it. That album cover, like I tripped out on for minutes because you get the whole full, you know, full resolution. Like it's like a 12 inch real album cover right and there's like so there's like a geometric thing going on but then you zoom in and there's like all these little scenes and stuff and creatures oh, really? and stuff okay. rolling around and yeah it's crazy
2: hmm. I'll
1: have to do that I didn't take the time the uh, and then you download the lyrics and it's just like a text file but it's all in a different language what? <laughs> yeah. it's in Australian Yes, it's an Australian. Wow, with the umlauts and the accent marks and all that stuff, like native Australian. So it's in a different language, like one that exists. I think so. I don't know. It might be Portuguese or something. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while.
0: So, do you know, know. like, the theme behind this album? Like, is there something? Not at all. I haven't really looked into it, but okay. So let's talk about this for a second. So how? How does a band like this release four albums that are all high quality in less than a year and, and tour non-stop that's it's yeah it's mind-numbing and organize i assume you call it the giz fest not the jizz fest
1: in australia is every it a year. hard g or soft g so when is that it but just happened but they do it every year but they organize it and they, they organize it and they play it and they headline and, probably
0: yeah and they're they're from australia yeah. which is it's a good hike from here. Yeah. And they've played in Portland twice in the last,
1: what, year? It's been a year. Yeah, they played, played uh, when we saw them, yep. and then they just played Crystal not too long ago. Why didn't we go to that? I'm still kicking myself. I, I, I don't wish know. I would have gone. We, we pulled the old man card. And we it was did. like Sunday night. And like It was ah, Sunday night. Man, but I don't know. Also, my obsession
0: wasn't fully cemented until after that latest show. Oh, and then you
1: kicked yourself.
0: Then, because at the time, I was like, it'd be cool to see. And, like, actually, Aaron was planning on going, too. And I was like, you should really check this out. My kids wanted to. Yeah, see, that would be so cool. But they love them. It actually wasn't until Mild High where I was like, I really love this band. That's weird that that was the one that put you over. Well, in a weird way, it really reminds me of Secret Chiefs 3. Right. Okay. I I haven't heard the whole thing, though, so I, I... I'll give that oh, a second. Yeah. Okay, so I think the second side is much better than the oh, first. Really? Okay. And it's all really mellow, but it's so intricate. It's right. like this it's like tapestries having
1: sex. <laughs> That's amazing. It is. It's like making little baby tapestries. Oh man, this synth vibe right here. Total yeah. stranger things. It's so hot right now. Oh my god, I know.
0: I was just telling my kids about survive yesterday and they thought I was full of shit. <laughs>
1: What aspect?
0: That Just that it exists. Oh, that there's like, oh, it's it's on a metal label, and right. Casey brought it to my house like a year and a half ago, and they're like, nobody's oh, know about Stranger Things that long ago. And...
1: What's Stranger Things? No idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a book or something. Oh yeah yeah. William Faulkner. <laughs> William Faulkner wrote it. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. The harmonica? Right. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's a little throwback to Ozzy Osbourne or something. Ozzy Osbourne? Wow. Yeah, I like the wizard. You know that opening line? No. Sabbath, first record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking solo Ozzy. Oh, no, no, no. I don't yeah. think he ever played harmonica solo. I don't solo. think
0: so, no. Bark at the moon with the harmonica <laughs> the solo? harmonica
1: with, it, like, the blues riff right in the middle of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't, re- I don't remember know. that. That was the. uh, That's the import that had that. The Japanese. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because they
0: throw harmonicas <laughs> on everything. I think. Hello, about harmonicas in Japan. So this song is not quite over. It's a ten-minute and forty-four-minute song.
1: And we've already heard like how many different genres in this one song? Six. I don't know.
0: Okay, this is going to sound really stupid, but I really love his voice, too. Mm-hmm. It's very distinct. It's not too nasally, but it's just got that. It's not like, like real thing level nasally. It's like right. it approaches that, but it's not quite there.
1: He's got some range, too. Yeah. But yeah, that little mid thing he does, it's like like just on the verge of mm-hmm. getting too high and cracking. Right. But then he can do this. Yeah. But that's probably a little production in there. I'm sure there's lots of production in there. I can't answer your question, though, to come back to, like, how can a band record four not simple albums? No. It's not like a guy in acoustic guitar and a mic. It's no. I, I expected mild, mild High Club to be really...
0: Pared down. Really pared down, maybe even ambient or something yeah, yeah. just really so they could just kind of phone in something but right it's not it's, it's more its mellow name. but it's really intricate wow like tapestries having sex like tapestries having sex it's so that was one. crumbling castle now we're moving on to the title track polygon Land.
1: it's a really stupid title so do polygons obviously it's a shape or whatever right What's the rest of it mean? Diwanaland. I think that's made up. Okay. But
0: there's there's gotta be something going on here. They have an album called Nonagon Infinity. Right. Which
1: I thought Nonagon was a made up thing, but it's a real thing. Is it? Yeah, that's just a nine sided polygon. Oh. It's a nonagon. So it's like one more than an octagon. So maybe Polygon Diwanaland is something?
0: Maybe? Maybe. I don't know but then they also have a song on this record called horology and tetrachromacy it makes me think there's some kind of right
1: i want to say sacred geometry but i don't think i don't know know. it seems i don't know but they they hint at it and that's good enough right It's Uh,
0: well yeah and the album cover is like these weird shapes and yeah pyramids
1: and yeah lava and castles and stuff yeah So uh, you already mentioned that I introduced you to these guys. Yeah. I'll go a little bit into how I Perfect. discovered them. Yeah,
0: I am actually meant to ask that because I've never asked you that.
1: Um, I think I caught them first on X-Ray uh, just, you know, driving around in my car, listening. Yeah, X-Ray,
0: and, local Portland yeah, radio station. exactly, X-Ray F-
1: FM. Um, and instantly their sound, I mean, most... Most usually, radio is just background noise. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's something, you know, to fill in the space. But then their sound—it was like, I've never heard this, but this is amazing. Yeah. And I heard a couple songs randomly on X-ray, and like each time, I had the same reaction. Like this is really—it hit some chord in me, and it was recognizable. Like I think it's that same band. And then they said their name and I'm like, oh my God, this is the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. Right. But that almost endeared me to them more. It was like, they're going all in. They're just like, fuck it. You know, we're King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard.
0: And I find typically when a band names themselves something that ridiculous, that it comes through in their music. Their music has no thought to it. Right. And that is definitely not the case here. it's,
1: It's all like a... Yeah, it's just a joke. It's like uh,
0: right. You'd think that they were just like pony. Yeah, you'd think they were just phoning it in and right. like just pulling shit out of their ass and right. being like, oh, we're King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard.
1: Right. And they'd have like costumes and whatever. Yeah, and it's but like it's this whole obviously thing, but... not the case. I mean, no.
0: even if you don't like the band, I I can understand somebody not liking it. Okay. Huh. But there's a lot that's going into this. Yeah. This is not just like, hey, let's jam on something no. and record it. These guys are like music nerds on like a the tenth level. Yeah, and they're all really great musicians. Yeah. And let's talk about like the lineup. I mean there's what, like at least eight people in (laughs) this band? Thirty seven people. Thirty seven hundred people in this (laughs) band. They've got two drummers. Right. Which is I always find problematic. How so? I find most of the time it's completely unnecessary.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can get that. It's, It's it's like a it's like a it's like a big dick thing it's like right Mm -hmm. we're just look at this we can totally do this we can have two drummers on stage and i've seen it done
0: really well live and i've seen it done really poorly live and i've seen a combo of both usually it's a combo of both first time i ever saw it was melvin's yeah big business when they sort of merged yes and i felt like that was done well most of the time but there are definitely
1: times where you don't really? need both of them. Oh, right. I mean, they're playing the exact same thing, but it was right. like this crazy mirror image thing because Dale was left-handed. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Like right. For like a theatrical aspect, right. it's really cool. And I saw King Crimson, they had three drummers. Jesus. And most of the time, it's felt unnecessary. Right. They'd both, they'd all three of them would be playing the same thing, and then one guy would do a fill. Right. And then the, the next guy would do a fill the next time. And you can and, see it go
1: down the stage. Yeah, I mean,
0: and like theatrically it was cool. Yeah. But as far as the music goes, it was fairly unnecessary. Right on tape,
1: you couldn't tell that it yeah. was three guys.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this band does that as well, I think. You can't have two drummers being absolutely required all the time. Right. But when we saw them, I felt like they were working more with maybe some polyrhythms here and there, mm-hmm. some, yeah, some off, and, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the term's over. yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem unnecessary. No, it didn't. It was cool. What is that percussion right there? It's just like hand claps in a different room or something? It sounds Maybe like, it's synthesized.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a Casio
1: hand clap to me. But like with muffled... Yeah it's not like total eighties no, breakdance no, yeah. hand clap. It's yeah. Maybe it's a real hand clap. Just mic. It's true, it could be. And it's shoe bodies. Oh, man. I
0: hear a little bit of tambourine in there. Uh-huh. So this is uh, the castle in the air. back to
1: the castle thing. And then the first record I bought, So I know the name and now I've mm-hmm. associated with this, the sound and it really struck a chord. There was a lot of bands that have been recently, like almost hit that same yeah. spot. Um, you know, just the right amount of psychedelia, but still rock. Mm-hmm. Um, like Donova and like right. you know, Black Black Mountain. And, oh yeah, I forgot about Black Mountain. Yeah, but it was always like you're almost there. Yeah. And then I heard this band. It's like, oh, that was it. That's that's the thing. That was the. That's what you're looking for. That was what I was looking for. And then one of those late night drunk Facebook moments where they advertised this record, Gone Infinity, for like oh, twenty bucks or something. The splatter green vinyl. I was like, "Oh yes, I will, I will take this. Yes, Thank I will you. be taking one of those. Thank you." And then I brought it over to your house. And... That's right. Yeah. I really, and even then, it was like it was, it was almost like, I, I don't want to like this. But why is that? I don't know. Because I, I kind of maybe it's the name. Maybe I like... think it is the name.
0: What if they were called like? Um... I don't know.
1: I Lemon can't... Squeeze. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's a horrible band name. Well, like, there probably is a band called that. I'm, I'm sure there
0: probably is. But what if they had like an acceptable band name that wasn't well, ridiculous? Would I think I'd feel better about it. Interesting. That's what makes you feel guilty. It all comes down to a name. I think so. And I kind of don't like the album name too. Polygon Do Wanna Land? All of their albums. Me up.
1: My, a flying microtonal right. banana. That's okay, like, so that's dipping into like below butthole surfers level. Right, like we're just making shit up. I feel like there's certain. But then they back it up. But then they're like, "This is why we called it this." And there's like this whole right. like this this mythos whole they build, and it's like,
0: which how is, is great, that but with absurdist humor i feel like there are certain things that you can't use anymore because they're so trite and cliche
1: banana being one of them
0: banana being one of them flying being one of them gorilla and purple and what color is the fucking
1: record it's purple purple there's no gorillas though no but then just you know rubber chickens like shit like that it's just it's so played out but okay this is a this is a follow-up question to that is it are they going for this absurdist humor, or is it they're just, that's who they are? I don't think they're going for absurdist humor. Right, they're just like, this is... But if you name a record
0: Polygon Land, right. like, are you really backing that up, right. like,
1: this is a serious, right. like... This is like a, a social issue that we need to, t- <laughs> exactly. to really tackle. There's gonna be a Polygon Land support groups propping up. I there realize. might be. I don't know. and But what are the lyrics about? I mean, I've never really I, I sat down ran. and read the lyrics. Right. Well, you can't. They're in Australia. Right. They're in Australia. <laughs> you we have to translate be, them.
0: You have to be banished from England right. to Australia. Right. As a criminal. As a criminal. Right. Deal with all the fucking huge spiders and stuff. Oh, God. So that was Deserted Dunes Welcome Weary Feet, which is a cool title. That I like cool. that. And now this is a Sepultura cover called Inner Self. Wait, no. This is called Inner Cell. Say coconut. I think he did say coconut. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Do they have coconuts in Australia? They must. No, really? No, I don't no. think so. They have dingoes and kangaroos. Dingoes eat babies, I guess. <laughs> I have a palm the tree in my backyard. Did you know I have a palm tree in my backyard? What? I mean, not in my backyard, but it's like 20 feet behind my backyard like
1: your neighbors are growing a palm tree?
0: Yeah, there's actually one right there too in my neighbor's front yard. There's, what palm, the heck? there's palm trees in this neighborhood like wild? I doubt it, but they're real pine pine trees. Pine tree, pine trees. Palm trees. <laughs> pine trees I can get by. Palm trees? You've gone too far. It's a very Californian thing. Wow. Like when it snowed the other day, it was weird to see snow how... Snow on a palm tree? The palm trees, how they handle snow is really weird. It's It was like they just kind of like wilted down and the snow would just fall off of them. Like they
1: die? They pretend they die and the snow... Yeah, it was like playing possum. Wow. I'm sure palm trees aren't supposed to deal with snow. No. No. Humans that up yeah but they're stoked now because the snow's all gone right it's much warmer now too yeah it was like crazy warm this morning yeah it was like a balmy 45 45 <laughs> yeah. yeah i was stoked yeah definitely it wasn't raining well it's totally raining now but yeah i don't mind the rain but the
0: the snow and the cold oh me out. man yeah me too we drove back from vancouver bc it took us like seven
1: hours <sighs> On Christmas Eve. Oh, you were on Christmas Eve? Yeah, that was the worst. I had the scariest drive I've ever had on Christmas Eve. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was that same night. It was like we had a party at relatives and drove back to our place, and it took us two hours or something. Yeah, where were you driving? uh jess's car no where oh back Oh, uh, from tualatin to our place oh yeah so, yeah oh and we, then it was totally fine just slow and then i-84 near our off-ramp was just mm-hmm. a skating rink and yeah. the, it was completely stopped yeah and yeah we it was pretty terrifying we were
0: obviously going down i-5 and then we took It was clear until Bellingham. And so from Bellingham all the way to Portland, it was shitty. That's a long drive. A long drive. And then we hit, we went I-5 South to 205 South. And then on the Glen Jackson Bridge. Okay. As soon as we got onto the bridge that goes from Washington into Oregon. Right. It was like cars in the ditch cars oh. sideways cars that had rolled oh God. i was driving 10 miles an hour and it was just like white knuckle it was awful
1: it was what times you get home
0: we left early enough that it wasn't too bad we okay. got home at like 7 something okay. like that 7 30. So, but wow still it sucked and it made me feel weird because like i've lived in places with real winters right and really the issue was there was just like probably an inch of ice everywhere right. Yeah, that was the real issue. Yeah, the snow wasn't that bad. but it's Yeah, just the I ice. never
1: experienced crazy freezing rain like growing up in Alaska. Like, no, we never like really in Oregon, no. it was just it was always too cold. Once it was winter, it was just snow. And that yeah, was it. yeah. But yeah, Oregon winter weather is scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which is weird. It, it is. Sounded, yeah, I was totally jaded. Like the whole like three quarters of the way home, I'm like, that's fine, that's no problem. And then we got to that ice, and it was just like. Oh my God, we're all gonna die. Yeah, I mean, you can't do anything about the ice. Right. Like Even
0: driving safe and well, it's just...
1: I am not a man. I am we should just talk about card rides the whole podcast. I think that'd be good.
0: Well, I listened to this record driving to Olympia right. for Thanksgiving. Oh that was the first time I'd listened to this record in its entirety
1: it's a good road record it's a good it is. one to listen to in the car
0: mm-hmm. he said drink their blood it's dark yeah this song is called loyalty
1: Idea what it's about. It's just, I think he's just saying random words. I think he just opened a dictionary and he's going down the page. That's what Polygon De Land sounds like. Ah, I love the changes. Mm-hmm. Do any of the other guys in the band do backup vocals, or does he overdub? I don't know. It's like a weird little chorus he's doing with himself. That's solo.
0: <laughs> hey, you're right. It's totally a solo.
1: For like a bar. underneath. Do what? It's just that layer of crunch underneath. Yeah, whole uh, distortion. I love the little glitchy mm-hmm. keyboards or whatever those are.
0: is horology. Track seven already.
1: Oh wow. A beer per song, that's a good rate. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you seven beers in? I think so. I don't think don't you at are. least. <laughs> I don't think
0: so.
2: Far. Two
1: and a half. It's kinda like seven. I mean, that's what, like
0: three-fourths or seven? <laughs> Something like that.
2: When
1: you had this idea and you, you sent me a text and said, hey, we should just listen to the new King Gizzard record and do a podcast. And then I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's like a good idea and concept. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like naming a band King Gizzard and Lizard Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there you
2: go.
1: Now it's real.
0: It is. It's happening. It's too late to turn back now.
2: Yeah.
0: I guess the reason I thought of it is because this podcast works best when there's something to discuss,
1: right, and we
0: both have this strange connection oh, with this so band.
1: Oh, so let's see. Now we're what six, seven episodes in. Now you're like the expert. That's so right. Now you've you've learned. I've learned over the long course. Over the of yeah,
0: I mean this. Episodes. I think this will be. I think this will be the seventh.
1: And episode. first return guest. True, which is pretty sweet. That is. I first feel honored. You should. <laughs> you couldn't get anybody else. Right? No, I so asked. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I asked
0: everybody. Everybody's like, oh, I hate that band. You know, I feel like three fourths of the time we hang out, we end up discussing
1: why do we like this right. band. Well, we saw them live, and we both spent way too much money uh, to scalpers. Oh yeah. To see him at uh what's that place called uh, uh revolution hall yeah that's a great venue that's a great i i want to go back there yeah the yeah. only other show i saw there was uh the guy from the mighty boosh right with, with nick, nick. Yeah. yeah and that
0: that was weird too because we just hung out at the bar we just hung out at the bar which isn't even in the venue it's right. attached to the venue but, but we it, could still hear you could hear it but you couldn't see it it right. was weird i spent I spent like Way 90 bucks yeah. on one ticket because I got it like it's, it was oh, yeah. it was sold out for months. I bought it 2 days before the show from a scalper basically. StubHub. Yeah, StubHub. 90 bucks and then we just hung out and talked in the bar most and of the time. And
1: we didn't talk each other out of doing that. We're just like this is we we just picked it apart. It was like we it I was, think it was we it was mutually agreed upon that we were we were dissecting this somehow. Yeah. But it also, and I think it was
0: a good thing for us to do, because it was like it was almost like we were each other's
1: therapists, like, (laughs) like, why are we here? Why Why do we like this so much? Yeah. And then we would dip in and we're like, oh, my God, it was so great. And then we'd leave and we'd go (laughs) sit down like, what the heck? Yeah, it was weird.
0: But it's kind of like our relationship with the band in general. Right. I feel like neither one of us is still whole hog, like right.
1: we're dipping our feet in the water and we have to I, take I don't step know. Back. I think I, maybe that's posturing. I'm totally full. full yeah. I'm pretty family. much. I mean, I mean, obviously. Okay. I'm, how many records of them, theirs do you own? Oh you, shit. Like six. Right. So you can't say that you're not into them. That's true. You're right. What you're other right. bands do you own six records of? <laughs> Ramones, Faith No More, oh, okay, my favorite bands fear. of all time, right? Yeah, so they've they've reached some threshold. I almost obviously. I almost ordered In Your
0: Mind Fuzz today. Oh man! Because actually, that's another thing. So after listening to this record, I was like, I should go back because right. Nanagon is the first one that I know. And I'm like, ah, oh, In Your Mind
1: Fuzz. Like, I don't like the name. The cover is kind of stupid. I'm, but it's also a trend. Like, it matches. Yeah. Like you could say it's ridiculous, but. It totally fits in yeah. the timeline. So I listened to it.
0: I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. The, so I'm going to work my way back eventually. You told but me I, one of the earlier yeah, ones, wasn't this? I listened to one called Paper Maché Dream or something like that. Paper Maché Dream Balloon. I That's think. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I, so, oh, that, that,
0: that title. I hated it when I listened to it. But maybe if I revisit it. What Maybe was it, it like, like? I don't even remember at this okay.
1: point, honestly. Flute, harmonica, call and response? That's. Yeah. Wow, it's some Renfair totally. stuff. But going it's well on. done. It's totally well done. That's yeah. how you pronounce it it's gotta be something real or they think it is they think it is that or it. it's just all bullshit and they just like right. made up a thing like flying microtonal banana it's like right we'll just back it up and be like... like straight face cause that's okay back to the absurdist comedy thing that's the best comedy when you're totally deadpan mm-hmm. the delivery right. it's like no we fully believe this yeah
0: that, no that's the best right because they know that at one point in time, there's going to be dorks like us right. discussing this. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And they're laughing in their graves right now. They're just like, oh my god, we wrote this record called Polygon Land," and now right. these guys, you know, 10,000 miles away are analyzing it. Yeah. And I, I spent 20 bucks on this record pre-order. Even though it's free.
1: Even though it's free, and everyone can own it. Yeah, but you wanted. I want an artifact. I want, I want the vinyl. Yeah, I think I have to
0: do that too. So yeah, I almost ordered in the mind, in in your mind, fuzz a couple times, but they have it at Crossroads for like fourteen.
1: So I'll probably end up oh, doing that's, that. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Crossroads is intimidating, man. Yeah, I've only been in there a couple times. Have you been to the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. It's I, I never went to the Hawthorne one. Oh, really? Never? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's one of those things I never did. But yeah, it's it's a good. That's like that's like prime Portland records. Well, I have a soft spot in my heart for Second Avenue. Yeah, Second but- Avenue is like. The Crossroads, you can find just about anything you oh, yeah. want. You because know? it's its like going into an antique mall of the record yeah. sort. Yeah. And, I think, and it's, vendors. I think it's unique, you know, I yeah. don't think there's many places like that. Right. Where they have a brick and mortar place, but it's like, what, 10, 12 different vendors that sell under there? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's a little frustrating because if you're looking for the Beatles, you have to look for at like 10 right. different sections exactly. for the Beatles but also it's highly curated like professional curators that just I keep using the word curate but that's what it is it's like they curate these sections last time I was there I easily could have spent $700 oh yeah it's almost to the point where I go and I don't get anything because I don't know how to choose yep Last time I was there, I found three current 93 records I wanted. Oh, really? Two Death in June, a original pressing of Carcass's Symphonies of Sickness. Wow. It was 80 bucks. Ugh. I found, of course, just like a few random things like King Gizzard and yeah, things yeah. like that that I wanted. And then um, two or three ACDCs for 10 bucks each that I wanted. Uh, a couple Led Zeppelins for 10 bucks each that I wanted. You know, just random stuff yeah. like that. But then they have like these things that you're just not going to find anywhere. Right. They have like all this like Japanese hardcore that's really affordable. Really? They had Morbid Angel, Blessed Are the Sick. They wow. had uh, M.O.D., USA for M.O.D. They had uh, original pressing of Anthraxes Among the Living. Wow. They had Anthrax's State of Euphoria.
1: And you get to know the individual vendors, like they're a little yeah. code, they're like, okay, this guy's into this, yep. and I'll come back to this guy's bin. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is the closing track, called The Fourth Color. Oh my god, we're already at the end? I know, right? It's crazy. You know, I haven't looked into this, but I saw on their Facebook page that they released two new songs in the last like two weeks that I don't think are what? on any record.
1: Uh, they're, I don't know. Maybe they don't sleep. Maybe they're... Maybe that's what Polygon Land is. It's like they've figured out some sort of mystical way to... Maybe they're time travelers.
0: Maybe. I'm, you know, I'm gonna look it up, because they kept posting these things and they're on Spotify too and I I don't think they're from a record oh this is nice
1: classic right left right channel but he's talking to himself I think I think you're right how many likes
0: do they have on Facebook 167,000 Agaloc had more actually
1: really yeah well there you go so fuck these guys (laughs) it's all about the likes it's it's super interesting. I was thinking about this when I, when I, I uh, said I would come do this podcast. Um, the sometimes disconnect with how much you like a band and how much they're popular and yeah. fans mm-hmm. like them. Um, another band in this sort of, I don't know, same universe, I think, at least. Ridiculous name, kind of psych elements. Mm-hmm. Death and White Dwarfs.
0: Oh, yeah. So I remember
1: that. They, they were on a major label. I think they had some connection to Flaming Lips. Like, the, one of the guys was the one guy's nephew or something. Okay. Um, and they played, they played a fest here in Portland, like Crystal Ballroom. And I was like, oh, these guys are big time. Yeah. And I, I got to go see these guys. I really like them. And I, I show up. And it's not the main Crystal Ballroom. It's like the little offshoot bar, the little McMinniman's, like Lola's room or something. So you go into the Crystal, Uh and there's that other bar. Where they have, like, the dances and stuff. Yeah, and that's where they were playing. To, like, Uh, a room of, like, 20 people. (coughs) And I was like... Not at all what you expected. Whoa. And they still, they nailed it. Like, it sounded exactly like the album. They had their own, like, light show that they brought with them. But it was like... I, I I would I thought I was on the pulse of like what was right, what was popular or whatever, and oh, nobody knows about these guys. Yeah. I remember listening to that. You played that for me. I think I remember liking it, but I can't really remember what it was like. Yeah, no. I'll, yeah, check them out. Pretty good, but this, it's like they took that same similar, not even similar. It's. I don't know. There's an overlap. There's a Venn diagram where there's some aspect. But these guys take it up a notch. Is a false ending? It's going to revamp up. Yeah, I still got like three minutes left on this
0: last song. I don't remember this.
1: You'd lose this like driving in a car, though, which would be true. Sorry if you're picking up my chime. <laughs> <It's not> text. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought that was part of the. <laughs> I thought that was part of the album. That's really unprofessional. I apologize. It totally worked though. It was just kind yeah. of like this faint. Ding. ding, ding. I, I really thought that was part of the record. That's hilarious. Who the fuck's texting you? You got important business to do.
1: Yeah. I got podcasts to record and shit. It right. can't be text me. Yes. You're busy. Right. I see how it is.
0: I just go right back into it. Yep.
1: What do you think these guys are like to hang out with in person? Are they completely like savants? Like are they like musical genius people that like have no social skills and like can't look in the so. eye? I don't think and so. Like, I can see it though. Yeah, but...
0: No. That might be giving him too much credit.
1: Genius. You wouldn't use that word. It's too much. It might be too much. something they are something
0: that's it that's the record wow so just for just for shits and giggles here I'm gonna explore these supposed new songs and see if that's a thing
1: this is unprecedented in the I Hate Music podcast you're google searching live no I'm not google searching Oh, you use Bing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I am map questing
1: to see worldbookencyclopedia.com.
0: Okay. Here's a, I'm looking at a picture of them. There are seven of them in the band photo. Wow. Okay. Let's look.
1: I would probably only recognize the singer in the lineup. Yeah, me too. But that's kind of the nature of bands in general. Unless you're like the super fan.
0: Yeah, so there's a track called All Is Known
1: from 2017. There's only a couple more days left of.
0: That's true. And then there's Beginner's Luck, 2017. It really looks like these are like brand new songs
1: don't tease me,
0: and then there's other ones like Vegemite that's an Australian thing, yeah, that's from two thousand fourteen. It's gotta be okay let's let's check out all is known. see what the deal is with that. So not only are they releasing five records in a year,
1: but they're releasing some singles that are not on those albums? Right, because they need to stay busy. Because why not? They must have a... A super good... Like... That's nice. Yeah. They must
0: record on the road. You know, I, I made that same argument to a couple friends, but I... productions like this though it's like so on the road like
1: I mean it's tight. well okay maybe they just stop and they have a good network of people and no matter what town they're in they have a lead on like the best studio yes. to right. go lay down something for a few hours mm-hmm. or whatever That very well could be this is dirty this is yeah. like, this is an avenue I haven't seen them explore it's like Sunset Strip, kind of. But mixed over like. Like Motley Crue. <laughs> but not over the top of really tight, proggy chords. Recorded in Prague. But then they do that weird, weird Eastern. Yeah. It's cool. I will accuse this band of recycling riffs now and then. That's fine. I mean, they do that in albums and then across albums. Yes. Yeah. There's a That's few things true. on Polygon yes. where
0: I'm like, I think I've heard that yeah. riff before. All bands do that. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually really hard to avoid, yeah. but yes, it, I feel like sometimes with them it's been a... Yeah. Well And it could be intentional.
1: Or it's just a function of you recorded five albums in a year, right. or four albums, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems fresh. I just played it. Exactly. I just wrote this right.
0: last week, and now I've used it twice. Right. What was that track? It's not over yet, but it's called All Is Known.
1: I have a hypothesis that they have enough material out that if you are dedicated enough, you could create a cult around them. Like an honest to God, like yeah. they've prophesized XYZ and here's why. If you can embrace the non of infinity, then you will, when you die, right. you go to Polygon Duana land. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. And you got to get yeah. Nike shoes and dress like a wizard and... Right. And then drink the Kool-Aid. Totally.
0: I can get behind that. So, yeah, that was All Is Known, which is a brand new single. It was released, uh, I guess it doesn't say, but I saw them talk about it on Facebook maybe
1: two weeks oh, ago. Oh, right, because you guys
0: are such tight friends. Yeah, I stalked them. So <laughs> Actually, I, no, I mean... I follow the band page on Facebook, but the members, no. They won't return your they're, calls. Yeah, they're they're not into it. So this one is called Beginner's Luck, which I think, out of these weird spur of singles that they released, I think this is the second one. So let's check it out.
2: Join me at the table
1: what? Whoa. Like <laughs> all the oh. cash. Not expecting that. No.
2: I hate this
1: band up. now. No, dude. I love this band now. What the fuck is up with this band? That is amazing. Oh shit, like a lounge number. Like a Vegas gambling. Centered. Yeah, it's called Beginner's Luck. Yeah, I mean, all the lyrics. He was like, it's cheaper to drink at the table than the bar.
0: Okay, I like this part. This is cool. What the hell? What is up with this band? They are crazy.
1: he's got all the gambling terms I assume yeah and like 10 years from now when they're like playing like the Emerald Queen Casino and you know Spirit yes. Mountain or whatever they'll close at this they'll one they'll close at this one yeah, yeah. totally a little, little bowie-ish like just sort of playing yeah. with the voices and stuff
2: i have
1: no idea what they're <laughs> talking about <laughs> it's like he got a book about a gambler and just reading the page yeah. for mm-hmm. the lyrics but making them right I don't hate it though. It's the weird thing. I don't hate it either, but... Oh yeah, a little soul. Okay, so how much of this is just like improv they got in a room and started messing around or did like it, it seems like it has to be a lot of it spontaneous like I'm just gonna do a riff and I'm just gonna yeah. do this, and then we'll play with melding different elements in and out Yeah, it's probably a lot of it's
0: Whoa. nice wow. yeah.
1: and then some psychedelic guitar <laughs> out of nowhere
0: song like 12 minutes long. No, it's almost over. It's only
1: 4:25. So I guess I got to get the next one. Too. <laughs> I don't know if these will be on anything. Good stuff.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, I think to close out the show, I think that we should close with a King Gizzard song of your choice. My choice? Your choice. Oh, I don't
1: really know song titles. Yeah,
0: I don't either. But I'm sure you can come up with something. Mm. Close with something and we will not interrupt it. Oh, just play it out. We'll just play it out. That's a lot of pressure. One yeah, it is. One song to define. Like- or, or, or just just say, like, hey, play something
1: off of Microtonal or whatever. Let's go Nonagon, because that was the first record we both okay. experienced. Okay, yep. That works so for me. Maybe second or third track. Maybe uh, hmm. Vulture People. Vulture People. I don't remember that one. No, that one's kind of ridiculous. Have you seen oh, any of yeah, their videos?
0: Pe- People Vultures. Oh, sorry. I totally yeah. fucked that up. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> I have seen some of their videos, um, but I've also seen some of their live in the studio stuff. It's really great. Is it? Like at the in Seattle, K-E-X-P or whatever. Oh, yeah. Really good. That's a good radio station. Uh, there's People Vultures. There's also Gamma Knife, which is one of my favorites. All right, yeah. Let's do Gamma Knife. Okay. All right. Here we go, let's play Gamma Knife by King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard off of Nonagon Infinity.
1: I never noticed that before. I didn't either. <laughs> Listening in headphones <laughs> is different. Gamma. Come on. Come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard that before.
1: That's something you'd only come up with in the studio. Yep.
0: Right into people vultures.
1: That organ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this video is ridiculous. Like they had built this giant vulture monster and they're like shooting magic beams at it and shit. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) I don't think I saw that. Just gonna play the one song.
0: Yeah, but it just goes into this one. Yeah. So
1: when I was thinking about all the genres they encompass, I the only one that I was on the fence with is punk. Do you think mm. they have any punk aspects to them? I think a little bit.
0: I mean, it it may not, like, beat you over the head. Right. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. Psychedelic, obviously, prog. But but, even, like, a little metal. yep, A little little bit. Touch. Yeah, they're just out there somewhere. No no. two distinct notes. Two distinct notes. Yes. I've heard that lyric a million times. (laughs) I don't know. Such a cliche. So cliche. All right. You're just going to end up playing the whole album. No.
0: The thing is they all kind of run into each other. yeah like that.
1: that album especially.
0: Yeah. Well, that was great. We listened yes. to the entire polygon Dawanaland Land album. I can't say it. I'll let you their fourth record in 2017 2017, I guess I mean depends on how you look at when that album was released. Because um, I don't think there's any physical media for yeah, it but this year.
1: It's out true. in
0: the universe. Yes, true. We listened to it. Fourth in 2017. Uh, we listened to two new singles in 2017.
1: Yes, those were interesting. That yeah. second one especially.
0: Yeah. And then we listened to Gamma Knife and People Vultures off of Nonagon Infinity. So, uh, yeah, that is... The weird beast that is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard.
1: I don't think we got any closer to deciphering why we like them or. No, but I
0: think we've come
1: to the realization that
0: of two things. We can't deny that we love this band any longer. True. And that it doesn't really matter why we like it. It's a very good point. Yeah. Both of those eloquently said. Amen. Sometimes I feel like I should be able to defend a band. If somebody right. says to me, why the fuck do you like that? But why I should be able to No, There's,
1: there's no evidence, there's no good a, B, reason, C. but. Right. And I can't remember who, who said it. I heard it recently. You shouldn't have any guilty pleasures. Aesop says that a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. You may have heard it from him at some point, but. Possibly. If you like something, own it. Yeah. There's shit. no such thing as right. a guilty
0: pleasure. Yeah. Even child pornography.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe you should keep that one under wraps.
0: No pun intended. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And to end on the high note. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, talking about King Gizzard with me.
1: Yeah. That was fun. Yeah.
0: Next time we will dissect... uh, Madonna. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Or... I was thinking, I don't know, like Houdini. Houdini. Actually, I should have Billy on and dissect Ooh, Houdini. Yeah. That would be cool. I
1: would, I just want to sit in the corner and listen. <laughs> you could just like <laughs> clap now and then. Clap. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo.
1: yeah. Yeah. Actually, I really do
0: want to have Billy on. He'd yeah, have a definitely. lot of good stories about everything. I'm oh, sure. Yeah.
1: And he would just talk the whole time. Yeah, and there'd be like three thousand puns and jokes, probably. Yes, I could just play like a Nirvana track, and then he'd <laughs> like
0: pff, he'd go be off to the races. Yeah, I was obviously in his studio last week, and he's got an awesome picture of him and Gene Simmons, and Billy is sticking his tongue out, and Gene is kind of looking at him like. <laughs> with this weird look on his face, that's amazing. Yeah, but the the greatest part is the story beforehand.
1: <clears throat> of course, it's
0: a story. Yeah, Billy was mixing Melvin's, mm-hmm. and Melvins were touring with Rush. What? Right? What? I know. Who designed that lineup? It's some kind of weird label thing where they don't wow. really even know what the bands are like. They're just like Melvins and Rush. They, so wow. But Gene Simmons came to the show. And he was backstage, and Billy said to him, "I think I have a longer tongue than you." <laughs> and Gene was like, "No, nah, it can't be." And so Billy
1: took, <laughs> stuck his tongue out, and he's got a picture of it. It's amazing. <laughs> so it's, uh, did he have someone on standby? This was before cell phones, I would think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: And so did he have someone on standby? He got to snap this shot. I don't know. Sticking but it's his tongue amazing. out at Gene Simmons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How many people can say they? <laughs>
0: it's so great and then right above it is a picture of him and Nirvana and Courtney all hanging out together yeah as young pups
1: like signed yeah (laughs) yeah he signed it he signed it (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: right. I think that's a wrap yes thanks Thanks for for having me this was
1: amazing and uh, great record yeah next time Master Puppets there we go
0: all right all right see you guys next time bye bye